shortcut back to Newark, Daniel. Now he wants to learn karate. Well, there's your first lesson: how to take a fall. Hey, don't think about the pain. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one tumbling minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Groundhog Minute are Dave Palace and Sean German. Welcome back. Thank you for having us. The food here is great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hurry up, hurry up. There's people coming in. This food is free. You're going to have to move on. Drink that glass of milk real quick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah have your milk and chinese food and get out <laughs> uh, this is uh minute 26 of the karate kid it begins with a soliloquy from daniel and ends with a lesson from the cobra kai dojo uh so we are still in the orient express uh and lucille is left to get to work and daniel continues talking to himself so <laughs> I feel like somebody's going to say, well, just, I'm like, what's he's like, he's like trying to convince himself, but it's, it's Elizabeth shoe. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she's, you know, she smiled and that's good. Like he, you know, he's got his part. He's like, Oh, she's got a good smile. Yeah. She's smart. Like he doesn't immediately go to base stuff, but then he's like, Oh yeah. You know, I, I think she's beautiful. You know, I, I say she's beautiful. Like it's like, it's up, you know, Because it's up for debate. You know, Elizabeth Shue is that unconventional beauty that, you know, it's just. (laughs) It's got to be the first time he's like, like, got to talk about her too. Like everything's been Mm -hmm. up in his head. So it's just been (laughs) swimming and jumping and hormones and stuff. So it's like, he's probably enjoying like the the sound of him saying, yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I'm, 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 I like a girl that's really gorgeous and she likes me. And this is, this is actually happening. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I love how it like yeah, like you said, it kind of starts with her talking about her smile and her brains, and then then it just kind of gives into hormones. Yeah, she's hot. She's definitely <laughs> she's hot. hot. <laughs> and that's uh, and that's it. This is this vibe here. This line, it's like something like I feel like like Rocky would say when he was like sixteen. Like yeah. he'd be like talking nice and stuff, and then he's like realizes he's alone with his own thoughts. He goes, "Oh yeah, she's hot." Like yeah. no, no doubt about it. <laughs> like this just feels like him just like. He's channeling a young Stallone. I love it. That's, that's true. Rocky does do a lot of uh, talking to himself in those movies, uh, mm-hmm. especially the earlier ones. And yeah, uh, yeah. it's not the same screenwriter. It's the same director, but um, I don't, the, the, this whole the Rocky uh, Italian. Yeah, he's the Italian stallion, yeah. my dude. He's the, yeah, the Italian stallion. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So maybe he's just channeling the stereotypical Italian. Is that a stereotype? Is that a stereotype? Italian. <laughs> The rock, yeah, the Rocky would do it like Rocky would be like he's talking to his turtles or he's talking to his dog, but yeah. he's really like talking to himself. But yeah. I guess uh, yeah, maybe it's an Italian thing. Like they talk with their hands to themselves. Mm-hmm. I love how he says "smart, smart." She's smart. She's smart. <laughs> uh, I love also that uh, one third of this minute we have to talk about today and this Wednesday is Daniel talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had more boring minutes, but, but this is a funny one. It's just like, all right, what do we got here? <laughs> right. Now, have you talked about? It? I guess we didn't. We didn't talk about it last minute. I don't know if you talked about it last week. Um, mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's got the the stereotypical red hooded sweatshirt going on there. Yeah. This is. Is, is Adam Sandler Italian? No, he's Jewish. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Is a red hooded sweatshirt thing like an Italian thing? 
Because I like I think of I think of Elliot and ET, <laughs> and like maybe later on this minute he could well, have used ET. Yeah, well, he, he definitely. Well, I there's know. a bike involved. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean Rocky. He had hoodies, but I feel like maybe what, was his, was his short trunks were they red? Is that why? It's like, and he had a yeah. red he had a red hood for his for his fighting thing. Remember, remember, yeah. ask all these to Doug. Ask all yeah. this to Doug. Yeah. Was, yeah, but, I mean, I've seen the movies. I don't remember him wearing a red hoodie uh, ever. <laughs> Matt, are you writing these down? <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. maybe he had like when, when Rack, Rocky's like his, his his outfit for the for the for the gym. I think it's red. I think his. I think he had a red. Um, we call it like a nylon coat. Uh, for his for his entrance, I think he did that for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's red. Um, obviously, yeah, Elliot hoodie. Um. Here's here, 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 here. I'm gonna get some questions. I'll get back to the film here. How many takes? I like to think about how many takes and like, did they just linger on on Rafa and it just like let him kind of like, like how much was this was like was like, was like scripted line where they just said say it in this order and but say it at your own pace and just kind of like play with your food as you do it. I'm very yeah, curious. This, this is scripted. It, it's funny because this reminds uh, the viewer of an uh, earlier. Uh, thing that's uh, that Daniel calls his little voice. He's standing there with Allie in the ca- cafeteria, and he's like, "What's that? Sorry, what?" And then he goes, and he's like, "Oh, it's my little voice it's saying like you're nothing but trouble or something like that." Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and it, so and, and that was actually an ad lib from Ralph Macchio, okay. but this part is actually scripted. So it's funny the the little voice thing is almost like a funny joke in the cafeteria and then we come to this scene and it's like mm, maybe it's not a joke it's a uh, it's something going on with daniel yeah maybe he's got the shining or something <laughs> guys are <laughs> kevin, and, schizophrenia. Are kevin <laughs> and kenny real people yeah <laughs> i'm just wondering like this is he talking to a giant rabbit that nobody else sees <laughs> Ooh, yes mm. There's a lot of layers to this film, I think, is what we're discovering. Maybe the manager first, walked over and, was, and he was like, yeah, yeah. The first rule of Cobra Kai is you don't talk about Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, are we, are, we, are we done with the Orient Express? I'm, I'm about done with it. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Sure. I, yeah, I think I mean, we can wrap up the leftovers to go. They'll make a good. We'll heat them up tomorrow, and yeah. then we can move on. Yeah. How <laughs> long did Daniel eat, though? I mean, come on. We're at, like, midday lunch. Cut to hours later. It's the dead night. <laughs> like, what the? Cut, you couldn't give me a scene of, like, Daniel just riding his bike around town or something? Yeah. Like, like or also, how about this? If you just had, like, one scene of, like, Daniel in, like, what looks to be afternoon sun riding, minding his own business, maybe like riding <laughs> past maybe the girl's house, Elizabeth, you know, he weighs Elizabeth shoe or something, something nice. And then you see like the bikes, you know, like the, you see like the motorbikes like mm-hmm. creep around an alleyway, just like hinting that they've been stalking him for a while. Right. Because it's, it's like- They waited all day. Yeah, all day. <laughs> so at least if you showed me a scene where it's like, yo, yo, they're straight up like hunting his ass. Yeah, then it it, would, it wouldn't feel so weird where it's just like out of left field all of a sudden they like they got him in the middle of the night near what looks to be in a construction yard because it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it, it looks like, it looks like those houses behind him don't look right to me. Do they not look right to you guys? Yeah, I figured it was like a, a development under construction or something. Like, yeah, like, this is a band. Yeah. We can get him here as he's coming. It's like, how did he? Yeah, how did he find himself like in just like some? 
Yeah, yeah, half, yeah, half built like dirt road uh, construction yard. Yeah, it's it it. it uh, I do it, wonder, it, like, so yeah, where is he? Where is he coming from? Where is he going? That's the deleted scene we need. We need a yeah, we need way more establishment complex. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, the lunch yeah. crowd's here, and they're going to be here for eight hours. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I held back from. I mean, I mapped out from his his bike ride from the his apartment in the South Seas to the high school. And that worked out pretty well. But unfortunately the Orient Express is across the street from uh, the Cobra Kai Dojo, which is uh, one side of the Cobra Kai Dojo exterior is filmed in one place. And the other side is filmed in another place. So I was hesitant on mapping that out too. So I can't exactly say, you know, how far that was or, I mean, maybe he got lost. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> new here. I mean, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay with him. Like, I mean, and it's like I don't think you want two scenes back to back of him talking to himself. But <laughs> I, I definitely feel like there should be like some shot in the afternoon of what he did that makes up for the fact that he's riding around at night. That's all. I know it's so weird because it's like, well, you think why did they set the scene at he's gone there for dinner? And she's taking care of the dinner rush. But then it wouldn't make sense that this karate dojo would be doing lessons at dinner time. You know, like yeah. nighttime lessons. I don't know. Yeah, because cause Johnny and his boys, they're like, oh, like they, they run off, but they got, that, they got an idea. So what's this idea? All right, guys, we're going to wait till he gets to the edge of town into the construction yard. <laughs> Hours later, I'm like, dude, man, yeah. I got things to do. Like, I can't. Like, did I, they did they plan this place or did they just follow him around all day and then they're like. Burning like gas, as good of as any to make our attack. Well, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, so that they, because it sounds like I thought they were just they're just riding around and they happen upon him. But now, like hearing you talk, now I'm like, no, maybe this is all like planned out. They've been it had to be because what else was the previous scene for? Where they were like looking at him through the window and uh, planning with each other there. Yeah. They yeah, but then, but that goes back. Like, wouldn't they just be waiting right outside the restaurant? <laughs> yeah, I know. These are some very patient bullies. Yeah. Also, yep. how do they know where Daniel is? <laughs> they, they followed him all they, day. They've been, yeah, they've been following him all day. And he, did, and he didn't yeah. hear. He didn't hear the uh, the bikes because they were just uh, walking their bikes. They were running yeah. alongside <laughs> all day long. <laughs> did they like they they put a GPS tracker on his bike? Or something. That's how they tracked him down. Yeah, like a whole day goes by, and and like even if you're like you know you're a crony of a bully, you'd be like, man, can't we just like go to like the I don't know the drive-in or something or like a movie right. theater it like, anymore? <laughs> like or could we like go to the beach and scope out girls? Like, do we have to like keep following this guy that you want to? And what are we gonna do when we get him? We're gonna kick him down a hill. <laughs> All right, man. Like. I guess we could do the attempted murder thing, but I feel like our as bullies are like it's like it's if, if anything it drives me off the wall thinking about Johnny, where it's just like he's like you don't you know he's like I'm going to threaten you, you don't mean anything to me, but at the same time he's dedicating an entire afternoon to stalk an evening to stalking Dan. And then think about it, right? They knock him off the hill, and Johnny's like, "Yeah, we got him," and they're all like, "All right, can we now? Can we go home?" Like. <laughs> Johnny, like, I like to clock out right now, man. I'm like, I'm yeah. tired. Like, I want to go home. Like, just oh, we're gonna go, to go down the hill and confirm the kill. Yeah, I want to <laughs> just go to the arcade now, man. I'm, I'm bored. Yeah, well, <laughs> bullying, I mean, bullying takes commitment. Yeah, 
It is what was what we're learning. Yeah, yeah. They they want you to think that you mean nothing to them, but really they've invested way too much time into. into and, and that and that does say something about these bullies. Okay, so let's think, about it. think about the last minute how she said that we can't probably afford it, and you give me these kids. They all have dirt bikes, which is obviously more expensive than a regular bike. Mm-hmm. And like, how many teenage kids did you think back in the day like are riding around the city dirt bikes? Not many at all. Yeah. So it's like clearly their families are rich. And then, like, they probably have a, like, father figure in the dojo leader. So it's like when he tells them to sweep the leg and do all the other violent stuff, they don't hesitate because this guy's a crazy, crazy, you know, crazy psycho as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, it's like, yeah, maybe they don't want to go home. I mean, you, you want to play, like, a broken home angle where it's like their family's rich, but, like, they give them no attention. So they just become mm-hmm. a roving pack of, like, rich, you know, gangster kids. Uh yeah, I mean, Matt, you're probably the only one here that remembers each one of their names, but it's like we, going through it, it's like Johnny is definitely invested. Tommy is all about the mischief. Mm-hmm. Bobby, I think he'd kind of hang around a little bit, but Jimmy, like, why would he care? <laughs> like, they just do whatever Johnny wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> because the book is like, let's, let's throw him down a cliff. And I'd be like, I don't know. What if we just, like, if we want to be bullies, why don't we just puncture his tires? Like while he's eating, you just sneak around the back and puncture his tires. And like, wait? Yeah, why don't we wait until school where there's witnesses to our bullying, and there's therefore it's more effective and uh, demeaning. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, this is just like yeah, this is attempted murder. <laughs> it really is. Uh, let me lay it out here. Uh, so yeah, Daniel riding his bike on a lonely moonlit road, and uh, I. I you know, just noticing the score here, like we start off with some just kind of relaxing keyboards. And oh yeah, this is this is great eighties Bill Conti at yes. his best. This is great score. And then as the shadows of the dirt bikes play across those under construction houses, that's when the electric guitar and the drums come in. The, the keys get a little bit more urgent. Um, I looked it up. This is surprisingly enough, it's called bike attack on the score, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is really out, like out of print. It's uh, there was a limited edition they did for the, uh, I think 35th anniversary last year. Uh, But it's all on YouTube. If you ever want to listen to Bill Conte's score for karate kid. Um, And yeah, I just, again, I love, I love the fact that, you know, Daniel's just riding along innocently and the 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 Bill Conti is kind of following me along like peaceful evening. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely. I remember when you used to take and rides the, around the lake at night. And you're like, yeah, I do remember. Well, <laughs> no, the bullies are here. They're gonna kick your ass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And uh, you know, Daniel, like you, you can see, the, here's the engines. It just starts pedaling faster. Like it's, it's no use. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the Cobra Kai crowd around him on their dirt bikes and start mocking him. Uh, and I, I, I think it's Tommy who says looking for a shortcut to Newark and Johnny says he wants to learn karate. Here's the first lesson, how to take a fall. And then Tommy returns with, don't think about the pain. Yeah. That is an important lesson. How they, to, you need yeah. to take a fall. Yeah. They, they thought you know, all day, like we said, they had all day to, to prepare this. But I feel like outside the take a fall, I couldn't really make out many of their lines because, you know, they're out in helmets over engines. You're like, what? What? What did you say? What? Who are you again? Yeah. 
this scene does go a little di- bit differently in the script. And of course, this is because it relates to, uh, it references an earlier deleted scene. Uh, there is a scene earlier uh, in, well, basically in the timeline of the movie, it's earlier in the week. Uh, Johnny uh, harasses Daniel by putting a piece of blueberry pie on his seat and Daniel in the cafeteria and Daniel sits at it and then he gets up and he takes the blueberry pie and shoves it against Johnny's chest. And then they start getting into a scrap and the scene cuts away. You don't get to see like who's fighting who or whatever. And it's just like, this is the follow-up scene from the previous fight on the beach. You want to see Daniel get a few hits in, but it kind of cuts away. Um, So yeah, instead of, uh, uh, Tommy spotting Daniel and telling Johnny, the script has Johnny spotting Daniel. And uh, when Daniel's biking here, uh, the scene has the Cobra Kai's encircling Daniel one by one, but there, there's no mocking. There's zero words. It's really weird. Uh, the script says, the last bike pulls up. It's Johnny astride his 750cc Honda. He keeps his eyes straight ahead on the road. Daniel, desperate. I'm sorry, okay? I don't want to fight. Please! For the first time now, Johnny turns to look at Daniel. His eyes fill with malevolence. Daniel pleads silently. Johnny takes the last swipe. Daniel and his bicycle careen over the side and down the rocky embankment. So it's like, it's more like it's not mocking. It's like, he's, this is a straight up hit job. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Like, like the, the bully dialogue kind of pulls, pulls a punch a bit. Cause yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's really creepy. Like this guy just like, you know, eyeing you and you're like, I did you know, Oh, and the fact they just kind of like they encircle him, he rolls up next to him, and he's not even looking at him, you know. And then all of a sudden, he looks at him and kicks him over the side. Oh, uh, it makes him even like a like a I don't know like a horror villain or something. Yeah, I I said we could talk about this later in the week. I haven't watched the 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 YouTube series, but I have to admit, like Ralph Macchio's, you know, Danny must say you know, older Danny must say to older Johnny. You're a real piece of work. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> like you really need to see some therapy. Yeah. Well, you know, we, it, it, I mean, you'll see it when it comes on Netflix, if anything. Um, uh, and, and I got to say, it is a great show. It's fun to binge right through. You get through it real quick. Okay. Um, but it does a little bit of, uh, from a certain point of view, that uh, uh, is the reason why we have uh, the question for Wednesday. But we'll get to that um after we finish here i got a little bit more trivia um so yeah the uh they he goes down the hill and he he somersaults over his handlebars and uh i i I see the stuntman like vault himself over the (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i should i should fall off my bike now Ralph actually does all his own stunts in this movie with the exception of two scenes. Uh, and I don't, I don't know how fresh you guys are on the movie, but maybe, maybe Matt will know. Um, so it's this one that he doesn't do, but what else? What do you think is the other scene that he doesn't do his own stunt for? Uh, when he, so does like he over a car or something. You're so right. Yeah. He jumps over the, he, he, when fleeing from the Cobra Kai is after the high school dance, uh, uh, Daniel goes like like jumping onto a car and then slides off and then keeps running. That's yeah. that's a stunt. Car crashes. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. uh, they Ralph actually did film the scene 
where he goes down the hill, but he just didn't, he couldn't pull it off believable, believably enough. So they had uh, a stunt guy do it. And that, oh, wow. So he actually yeah. still did it. Yeah. Uh, so, so the stunt guy is uh, Pat Romano, um, who is uh, another Italian. <laughs> yeah. Is he? Re- hey, it's me, Pat Romano. <laughs> wearing a red hoodie. Yeah, it's me. Because uh, Italians wear red hoodies. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I hear. I guess. Uh, no, th- this guy's a uh, this guy's legend. Uh, his his uh, MDB credits are crazy. Uh, I'm just I have several credits. I got to read off here. Um, uh, he doubled for Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future Two. Mm. Uh, John Cryer and Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. I don't know how many stunts were in that. Uh, he was he doubled for Macchio again in Crossroads. Uh, he's been in over 500 movies and TV shows, including uh, Cobra, not Cobra Kai, <laughs> Cobra, Over the Top, Mannequin, The Lost Boys, The Monster Squad, T2, Star Trek VI, Bill and Ted's, Hook, Wayne's World, Batman Returns, Lethal Weapon 3, Jurassic Park, Speed, Clueless 7, Deep Impact, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Matrix. It just goes on and on and on and on. And he's still, he's still working today. I was very curious if yeah, does he have he have like a he's like a stunt coordinator, like he's like the head guy, and he like you know they hire him and he knows you know because he's obviously older yeah. now, but I would I assume he's like I know the right guys for what stunts and what stunts right. we can pull off. Yeah, he's got his own company now. Because uh, I'm sorry, but you mentioned Back to the Future Part Two, and mm-hmm. there was that whole article. Did you read this about a couple of years ago about oh. the woman that ha- she? I don't know if she. Oh God, I think she got paralyzed or something because yeah. she did the stunt. She was the mm-hmm. one the one gangster girl that was chasing Michael J. Fox on the water and her stunt, when they pull the rig, when they go flying into the building, uh-huh. like she hits like the, she hits the concrete pillar and then falls. And so she falls on like concrete steps. And I think she really got like, I think oh, she got paralyzed sucks. and stuff. Yeah. It really messed her up. It was, a, it was a whole article about it. So, and I think that's what it was. I think the whole story was that like the stunt coordinator for that, they switched up something and did not let everyone else know. And so, like, you know, that's that's what happens when you have poor stunt coordination. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was the coordinator for that one. They, they just said he doubled for Michael J. Fox. No, he's probably just a working guy at that point. So yeah. he's probably, like, his part is he's probably doing the thing where he's, like, you know, he's probably jumping on the board and then the hoverboard scenes and, like, yeah. you know, doing all that. So he was, you know, he probably saw it happen. He probably saw, like, the, <laughs> her hit the concrete pillar and fall, hit the concrete ground. Um. He's also uh, he was also one of the big guys in the BMX scene back in the day. Uh, he did stunts and stunt coordinating for Rad, uh, American Flyers, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. There's actually a great commercial I found on YouTube of okay. him and others uh, doing like BMX tricks for a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> oh, cool. so yeah, so he's definitely good at doing bike stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, his his quote here is uh, about this scene. He says, "We had a few days of motorcycle training. Uh, we just go out into the field or into a parking lot and teach them." So yeah, he was a part of helping teach the Cobra Kai uh, the dirt bikes as well. Um, Ron Thomas, who plays Bobby, says uh, John Avelson decided we we still couldn't ride good enough, so he took a whole Sunday, which back then was considered golden time. We got paid triple to go to the Columbia Studios ranch area. Picture five guys on 350 Hondas. The studio is closed. We're there alone driving up these old wooden sidewalks for the Western sets and riding into the saloon, spinning donuts on the Fantasy Island set. And then Rob Garrison, who plays 
who played Tommy, uh, uh, continues and says, down by the old leave it to beaver house, the streets they later used in Desperate Housewives. I was scared to death, but I figured if they were doing it, I would too. Wow. That's, <laughs> that is really cool to just like ride around those sets and stuff. Oh, so, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty much, I, I, I gotta say my, my last note for this minute is just like how funny the Ralph, Ralph Macchio's ADR is for the first like moments. Of the <laughs> uh, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. You guys have anything else off any, anything else for this minute, but it, before I get into the, the Wednesday question. No, I mean, I, I, I just, it's just crazy. Like that, this scene, like these guys are straight up, like waited all day, stalked the kid to ride him off of a hill. Yeah, that'll do him. All right. So, do you guys, uh, do either of you consider Daniel Larusso to be the antagonist of this movie? There's big internet, uh, uh, not conspiracy things, but you know, lots of, from a certain point of view, uh, kind of YouTube videos that have been running around that and kind of led to the hype of, uh, how I met your mother, uh, showing off, uh, Johnny as the real karate kid. Um, and then led to the Cobra Kai series, which luckily still had a bit more realism than just saying Johnny was the good guy, but it's been perpetuated that Daniel brings on a lot of his own problems that he just antagonizes. And if it wasn't for Daniel being an antagonist, you know, he might not have had as many problems. So uh, I, I also realize you guys probably haven't seen the entire movie in a while. So I don't know. Okay. Well, what do you think? Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I... Yeah, I have not seen the whole film. I have not really seen the whole franchise until the later was with Hillary Swank. I haven't seen the YouTube series. I understand that. So I am I I have not had my pulse on the uh karate kid um, you know, lore. Uh but I would just look at this minute and go, how how could you twist it where <laughs> you could justify from Johnny's perspective, this is what we're gonna do, guys. Premeditated murder. <laughs> Like I no like like and, and, and anyone who's saying that like Daniel like that's some that's some crazy ass victim blaming right there like <laughs> oh new kid to the town trying to find friends and like maybe he talked to like a girl that you're also like, you're, you're dating yeah, that um, seems to be what started it <laughs> but like you know I I don't think Daniel has ever stepped out of line with Elizabeth Shue and it's not like she's pushing him on like she's being nice to him and cordial and mm -hmm. like. How about this perspective? What if, like, Johnny approaches uh, uh, Daniel and says, like, you know, hey, uh, me and, uh, you know, me and, what's Elizabeth Shue's character? What's her name? Allie. Allie, hey, me and Allie, we're going to go to the beach and stuff. Like, we'd like you to come by and say hi to everybody. So if, like, Johnny just approached it like that, Daniel would understand the boundaries. It's like, okay, these two are dating, but they're being, like, nice to me. And so, and then, like, yeah, then Johnny could, like, take Daniel under his wing. And then here, fine, you have, like, Johnny's like, hey man, I like I like work. I go to this like karate dojo like every other week and stuff. And like, you know, we got a cool group of guys and stuff that like, you know, maybe we could like, show you a thing or two, like you know, something to do. And Dan be like, oh cool, yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to get perspective, that's what Johnny could have done. Like, Johnny was in control of the situation, but he chose the most immature and horrific, like psychotic ways of doing it. Right. Well, no, I no. And on, on, in my perspective, no. I never had a steady girlfriend to which I am worried the kid from out of town 
has threatened my relationship. Never had that. So, well, but, I mean, I don't know if you want more information than that, but they were broken up and Ali says they'd been broken up for weeks. So this was him totally being super jealous and thinking that, you know, Daniel was kind of stepping into his domain. So uh, yeah, but how would like, how would Daniel know that? So they broke, they're like, right. well, it's not like they were well broken up before Daniel got on the scene. And if Johnny's like, yeah, if, if, you know, maybe Johnny just says, hey, you know, we're kind of a thing, even if they're really not. And then if Daniel doesn't back off, maybe that's a different story. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm going to be Daniel's friend. I mean, he is kind <laughs> of annoying. I'm, I'm not totally on his side, but, you know, he doesn't be the, the you know, the physicality, the violence involved. I don't think right. he does anything that warrants that. It's like, yeah, the high school dating stuff. No, never got involved with that. Uh, can you tell? And it's just like, yeah, what what is this unofficial, like, oh, they were dating, but, you know, she's off limits. It's like, so, okay, so what? She's, you know, she's supposed yeah. to just, like, not talk to anyone for the next, what, few months until something, you know, cool. Right. You know, and, I mean, at some point you got to go, yeah, he's the mature guy in high school, and she's just a girl who's just like, exploring to talk to other boys. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's really up to her to decide who she is or isn't dating. And even, you know, yeah, she can. Yeah, you want to talk perspective. Let's talk to her. Let's, let's see her perspective. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure right? she's like, yeah, Johnny was really like, he was really too aggressive and hostile, probably because he started taking up karate courses. And I said, hey, you're very hostile and very, and you're very aggressive now. I think we need to take a break. It's probably her perspective. Hmm. She well, just wants I'm, to get a slice of pizza, you know? Hey! <laughs> she so, wants some pork roll. Hey! hey she wants, uh, yeah, that's another thing. That's one thing I don't believe about this. It's like, he never brings up... Even, look, I get it. But he never brings up Taylor Hand, which is weird. Are you saying he's from New Jersey and he's not bringing this stuff up? He should be bringing it up. It's kind of a thing. Like, if you're from Jersey, you bring up, oh, the food in Jersey's better. Like, yeah. there's Yeah, there should be a scene, like, in the cafeteria or something where he's like... They're, they're serving pizza, and he's like, oh, I'll have a pie. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, a pizza pie. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, they don't he, understand. He's, like, yeah, he's like, eats the crust. He's like, ah, his crust stinks. You know, he's like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> that's, if you want accuracy, like, that's the thing is, if you want accuracy, you want you want us to punch up, a, like, a script? Like, we have a character from New Jersey. I go look at his dialogue. I'm like, it's been five minutes. He's not complained about food. <laughs> He's not complaining about how this food is not good enough for the food that he knows. Right, right. Well, you know that Chinese food is not anything like what he's had before. Yeah, he's like, but oh, no one does anything. For, yeah, the noodles in Newark were way were cooked way better. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Song's Chinese restaurant in Newark. Oh, they did they did the noodles way better. The sauce was so much more spicy. Then. All right. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's wrap it up for today. Uh, oh, it's nighttime. You guys, you guys, are okay with biking home in the dark, right? I mean. Yeah, I, I was thinking about taking that shortcut through the, uh, the construction yard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Those those houses that they're building on top of uh, the grave where they did, where they just move the headstones and they left yeah. all the bodies. Oh, yeah. I know a shortcut. The precarious cliff. That's one mudslide away from being a disaster. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. And uh, hey. Want to come back on Friday for one more Karate Kid minute? Oh yeah, we got, yeah, oh. we gotta see what happens after he gets uh, off of his bike. Of course, yeah, you <laughs> see if he ever, if he ever stops rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, ro- he rolled. I'd love to see a full minute of him be rolling. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, we'll let everybody know to please send your feedback uh, to karatekidminute at gmail.com. However, for this week, I might set up an alternate email address. Uh, or maybe some forwarding or something. Uh, follow us on Twitter or join the uh, Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Uh, just search for Karate Kid Minute uh, either place. And uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever your fine podcasts are served. Uh, and uh, Matt, you got anything? Uh, like <laughs> something to say? I'll throw it at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. All right. Well... Until next time, sweep the leg. Get him a body bag! Yeah.